This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're just outside the IPRO Pride Park, whatever they want to call it now. I don't know. They probably have another sponsor next year so it'll be called something else absolute lack of but anyway we won't go into that besides Pride of West London podcast we come out of Derby County and uh, one way traffic here today unfortunately uh, we were looking good until unfortunately Canos who had his 21st birthday yesterday on the 21st minute went in studs up and got sent off ah uh, oh the Punjabi Rams the Punjabi Rams are here listen oh, good man, where was the invite we're asking we're on the podcast where was the invite the Punjabi Rams come down to Brentford yeah. every year I could but no invite no invite hey, listen to the Rams today you did the business though didn't you yeah but you know what seriously if it wasn't for that sending off I reckon it would have been a total different game well, we were looking we were looking pretty sharp before yeah, that sending off definitely, and we definitely. were looking at it we didn't think it was going to be a free kick I'll be honest with yeah. you or, or even if we thought it might be a yellow card mm. and we thought it was a bit I'd like harsh. to see I'd like to see that we've on the telly we've seen it back and we've seen the studs up so we think probably it may yeah. have been a sending off yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. it's the way the player went up and the acrobats yeah, and whatever he did he did, he did he did he went for yeah. the sending off yeah. and he got it but listen but yeah. other than that today it was a one way traffic after that wasn't it yeah I mean yeah I mean Derby consolidated really to be honest 2-0 uh, up in the first half and uh, second half they came there just to just keep, keep that goalless defenceless well you do I mess a bit yeah. defensively yeah. <laughs> and it just kills me uh, the Rowett does like a bit of a defensive action doesn't he yeah yeah definitely definitely but uh, you know three points you know Villa Villa wins today against Burton Cardiff beat Leeds away from you know as long as we keep winning that is the main thing. We want to get in that premiership, mate. Definitely. That's Definitely. right. That's right. That's right. And like I said to you, Vidra, he's been the difference with you this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he, excellent game today. I thought, you know, really, really, I thought, you know, uh, man of the match for me. I mean, he was battling everywhere, kept on getting the ball back, playing deep midfield as well as midfield, and up in attack. You know, he's all over the place today. I think he was... Uh, our man of the match in my eyes anyway yeah yeah definitely well, well good luck to you man and yeah. we'll see you next season yeah, yeah definitely, definitely I was gutted by the way that they moved the Brentford derby game to a midweek game in Brentford that was terrible mate yeah, you was, know it's one of them things though you know what I'm saying yeah. but like I said to you we'll see you back at Griffin Park next season definitely <laughs> definitely, definitely you didn't even notice that one in the FA Cup or something like ah, that ah <laughs> yeah right and the rest good to see you Billy no, 3-0 uh, and let's keep walking walking and talking it's absolutely freezing here outside the uh, we're still, still trying to work out if it's still called the iPro Stadium or if they've got a new sponsor in between this match and the previous match I've got no idea um, you know stadium, it's called eh? it's the Atlas Stadium apparently now it just changed its name you know it used to be called Pride Park and then it's changed to something else some sort of, sort of sponsorship thing going on For, football grounds is all about about the football it's about your heritage and all that kind of stuff none of this iPro B Pro flipping B Jam Stadium, the sort of Iceland Stadium. What's that all about? Anyway, we'll go on. It's got got nothing. Griggs, Greg's around the corner as well. We've got nothing to do with that. Listen, we're not bitter because we lost the game today. It's no big deal because actually, you know, Derby have been doing very, very, very well. But we were just saying actually a bit earlier on. 
coming away from the game and we're just saying this is not a, a, a bitter thing or a nice thing, but we're moving to a new stadium in two years' time. A lot of fans like coming down to Griffin Park, even though it's old and dilapidated. It's got a bit of a vibe to it. We're very nervous about going somewhere and moving to a stadium that's got no vibe. I have to admit, Barby is one of the places that I, I do not necessarily enjoy coming to because I think, even though it's quite a big stadium, it hasn't got the vibe that I think that it should do at Derby. And today, again, it proved it's interesting. They're 2-0, 3-0 up. There was nothing happening there today, was it? No, I think the whole entire game hinged on the sending off. I thought we were like pretty 50-50 until Carlos got sent off on what was it, 25 minutes or so. And then they just took over. You could see uh, the confidence flowing through Derby once Carlos was sent off. They were like, this is Arsenal taking. And I think that was the turning point of the game, really. And I mean, and it was the turning point for the game, and I said to you, but again, the second half, I'm coming back to the atmosphere because we didn't have much else to say no, no. on the pitch. Um, the singing from the Beast fans of the second half, singing all, singing all the way through the second half, Derby were absolutely quiet. And it's interesting because we talk about the fact that everyone's saying, oh, you've got no ambition, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 stadium. But I've, we've been saying this quite a lot on Besotted. I'd rather have 17,000 with 15,000 Brentford fans, hardcore Beast fans, going mental. That means we left to up our crowd from 6,000 core to 15,000 core and have it rocking every week than have it like this, which was pretty dire, wasn't it? It was very poor. The Bees fans today were fantastic. They made loads and loads of noise. It was a good five, ten minutes of just singing, singing, more than that. singing. Okay, ten, fifteen minutes of singing, singing, singing. I mean, continuously, we sung throughout the entire game. It was fantastic. Uh, even though, you know, from 25 minutes, we knew kind of that the game was slipping away from us. But the fans sang, and it was fantastic. And do you know what? I really enjoyed myself. It's really weird. You've lost 3-0 and you really enjoyed yourself. Can you still feel your toes? I can, actually. I've been colder than this. Uh, Blackburn last season, when it was snowing, that was a lot worse. It was not too bad. Not not too bad today. And, uh, you know, we didn't... We played all right. We played good. It was just we actually things. played better in the second half. Yeah, didn't we? we did actually. The last uh, the last half of the second half, I thought we actually played really, really well. Um, when Judge came on, I think he made a difference, and we just knocked it around well and had some good chances. But I think uh, just Derby were a better team. They're bigger, stronger. Um, we had a player sent off. I just don't think it was uh, it was never really our day. I'm looking forward to uh, Preston and then uh, Sund- Sunderland in two weeks. I'm really looking forward to a big win there. Okay, looking forward to the big win. Just to let you know as well, we've got one ticket back on the 5.30, 5.29 from Sunderland back to London. If you want to go in a couple of weeks' time, got a ticket. It's only one way, so you need to get up there, but it's not a problem. This ticket's going to be a reasonably priced ticket as well, because they're about 70 quid now, just one way. But we've got it on a decent price. We're actually going up on a different train, so we need to offload this. So besotted1992 at gmail.com. Just do that or direct uh, message us on Twitter, which is all good. It wasn't to be for the bees today, was it? Nah. Well, I think, you know, the ref decision was pivotal today from where I was it was yellow but obviously the ref was a bit closer than I am so I've heard otherwise from uh, replays so but really up to that point I thought we were just about edging it and in the second half with 10 men uh, solid performance Bees fans in full voice you you seem to have lost your voice as well haven't you I don't know what you mean, Bill. I was uh, not, not, you know, I wasn't singing at all there. Yeah, but. I, think, I think it sounds like you were singing all the way through that second half. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a nice sing song today. And uh, to be fair, when the boys are putting in a good performance, 
against the odds. You know, that's the time when Brentford fans come together and, you know, everyone clapped off for the end. It was, it was a solid, you know, Brentford spirit that you want to see. Uh, uh, it's interesting because, again, it's come back from there. They got a, a, a very late goal, a third goal, they got a penalty. Apparently there's some calls out there saying that uh, it was offside. Uh, definitely looked about good yard offside from where I was but again you know it, it, from the terraces it's hard to tell but definitely looked a yard offside from where I was but to be honest by then it was um, it's all over yeah it's, it's incidental I think the rest decision when the sending off was the pivotal they scored two quick goals and apart from that I, you know I thought it was a pretty even game even though we had ten men on the pitch we created a few chances the goalkeeper had pulled off two very very good saves in the second half he did and uh, and, and it put off a couple as well but you know the, the boys were pulling together and they were kept going to the end and that's what you want to see from the bees team really so all good up the bees come on you bees so we got a Derby fan in the house and he was so confident that you were going to get the three points you didn't even bother turn up for the first half, did you? I apologise, yeah. Uh, I was out there. I was dro- dropping somebody off at the airport. Came in too late. Obviously got in there at just before 3.30. Just in time to see the first goal go in. Elated down in the concourse. Put about buying a drink. Didn't get time because all of a sudden the second goal went in. So I thought, well, we'll wait down here for the rest of the lads. But going on on reflection I thought that it really really um, uh, put us on that pedestal but we didn't play that well so really really so you're thinking that what 3-0 flattered Derby definitely flattered Derby really flattered Derby yeah but Scott Carson another couple of great saves so but we go on we're still second Villa on a tails but I think we'll be there I mean we, I mean, we say this and obviously you weren't there you were still in the car park at the time but the uh, 21st minute Sergi Canos his 21st birthday yesterday and he got sent off in the 21st minute today so that was his own birthday present unfortunately um, and he went off and we looked back at it and we, you know, at the time reaction oh no referee what are you talking about we've looked back and we thought mm, actually maybe he was so he got sent off so we were down to 10 men and you can see we were rocked by that but in the second half I thought we actually played pretty well for 10 men Tremendous, yeah. I thought, yeah. Second half, it was it, it like it, it, three 0 flattered us. But I thought Brentford was a good team. Second half, coming out with ten men, very, very good. I mean, Derby, your second place or is it third place? Probably still second place. Now you've got Villa on your heels. You obviously desperately want this promotion. You need the promotion. You've put a bit of money into your team. You've got players like Vidra, who doesn't come cheap. Is this the season for you? Definitely hope so. In all honesty, I think Villa may well win the championship. One of my tips from the start, with what they've got in there, what they've bought, and, and everything that's behind them. I think Wolves have, have, have flattered early on. I think, in all honesty, I think we'll be playoffs. Interesting, interesting. So listen, Derby, Derby County, good luck to you. Um, enjoy your beers. And uh, I will say this, and I'm going to say this quite confidently, we'll see you next season. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> so we're on the train back home, and uh, to be fair, everyone I've spoken to has had a, she had a pretty good day out, despite the fact that we didn't do as well on the pitch as we have liked to. But it can't go all your way. Three 0 to the derby, but we did actually beat them in one department, in the singing department. 
we were very happy about that. And also, from what I can tell on the train here as well, it seems like we've beating them in the drinking department as well, don't we? <laughs> listen, yes. so listen, it, it didn't go according to plan, did it? No, Bill, unfortunately it didn't, no. But there you go. I was, happy, I was going to be happy with a point, but at the end of the day, the sending off, the beef, to be truthful, I didn't know we were down to ten men. But <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. Because they weren't there, but they, they don't sit down, do they? You know, I'm an old git now, so uh, that's so, it. So you, you had an obscured view? I had a very obscured view, yes. Right, and I thought we were doing out. well. So, 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 we were doing it well at half-time, even though we were 2-0 down. <laughs> so, the, so basically you were looking at someone's backside for the for the most of the first half? Yes, you're right, yes. That's right. Yeah, but the thing is... It, it's, it's, a, it's a slight blip. We, we've, got, we've got a good enough team to do the business, I say. And it's interesting, again, because because we don't know that. I mean, we thought it wasn't a red card, but it was a red card. But also, apparently, the second goal was offside. And the third goal, I mean, it's the end of the game by then as well. The penalty was offside as well. So, And we were looking quite good in, the, in, in that second half. You know, we could have... Uh, their goalkeeper actually sort of kind of kept them in it a little bit, didn't he? I think you're right. But at the end of the day, I mean, all right, they got the result. Fair play to them. We'll move on. They're not a great side, Derby. They ain't going to go up. My, 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 I think Aston Villa will go up with Wolves. That's my, that's my prediction. It's interesting. We talked to a, a Derby fan earlier, and he actually said that he thought we were actually good, for, very good, and uh, we were. We um, they flattered the three 0 flat score. Flattered them is what it was. I thought it was quite interesting from a Derby fan. Again, this is not from a Brentford perspective. It's from a Derby perspective, um, but you know, there's not a lot you could do. Kev, you've seen Brentford been playing for the past. 70, 70 and 40, 74 years at least. You know? 66 is my first time. That's right. So, so listen, I mean, this game today, um, it, it was a bit of a blip, but in the bigger picture, I can imagine you as being an old school fan that's been everywhere. I mean, I remember being on a, in, a, in Swindon on the back of a, was it, the removal van coming back from Swindon that time. Do you remember that one? You know, there was all, lots of activity that used to go on back in the day. And Kev, yeah, you've seen it all. This result today, has that upset you in the bigger picture? <coughs> no, because I expected us to go there today to lose 2-1 at the minimum. Okay. And we didn't lose 2-1, so does that make you happy? I think... Um, ding, 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 ding. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> You're not happy. You're not happy. I'm not, I'm You're not a little happy. bit disappointed because we could have done better, is it? Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed the way things turned out. Sending off, couldn't see, blocked views... Etc. Etc. Um, from what I did see, when we had the ten men up to leaving to half time, before we left to go to the pub, they had nothing. We were the better side, I thought. But I mean, we've had this quite a lot this season. Us being the better side, but still being beaten. You know what we? What do we need to do to actually get over that hurdle of actually being like them, where we are the better side, but actually beat them? No, I'm just saying. But what, what do we do? Because the fact is that we've said this all season. We've been playing brilliant football. We do it, but we we're don't get the results. We're, get, we're getting better on the side that, like, we we know we we buy players cheap, good players, and sell them for a lot of money. But I get a feeling now, Matthew Penham is saying, right, I don't have to sell that player as... as um, well, Mepham's a prime example of that at the moment. Yeah. Exactly. And and this is it. And there's probably a couple more guys in that B team. There's like people like McCondes now. Well, the big, I, I like the, more play. What? I know he hasn't done the business and the people have a bit of a go at him. Fair well, enough. Matt, Mads Beck apparently is the one to watch as well the, from the B team. Mads Beck, he's a top, top boy apparently. 
and this young lad we've got on Limerick. Yeah. I mean, I just feel that we might sell the odd player. I would say, so we sell Metham for 20, 20 million. That's, that's it. But then you've still got the lad from Limerick, um, McCondes. So you've got a really good side there. And I think in the, in the next two years, when we get into that new ground, We'll be close to being in the Premiership. Which is cool. I'm going to ask a question now, and like I said to you, I'm coming back to you, Kev, because you've been going for a lot of years. We've seen some terrible football together, <laughs> right? Now we've seen some really bad football, but, you know, and, and you know, all of us like it as well. Um, a lot of people um, will say, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because we're still here and we're punching above our weight. Is that your view? Is that? Is... I think we are. We're still punch- punching above our weight from, well, as you say, years back as well. Um, we're up and thereabouts. I'm glad to see us the other year we got promotion. The day against Doncaster, fate, because Yeovil and Doncaster went straight back down. Try to miss the penalty and all that, and I'm thinking, oh, I've always thought that could be a blessing in disguise. We've come up, they've gone back down, bosh, bosh. We're set up and holding our own. So, look, this season now, you've seen what we're doing. We've talked about this now. We've lost against um, Norwich last week, which is a little bit unfortunate. We've lost against Derby. We had a man sent off, and there's not a lot we can do about that. Are we there or thereabouts, or do you think that we're still another... This is another season where we're just going to hold our position, 8th, ninth, or 10th, and just, just go on? No, I think we can punch above our weight, as everybody says. We could be up there 5, 6, 7th-ish about ability... We're not scared of nobody, especially at home. They come to us. They worry more about us than we have to worry about them. So you still think we're going to get playoffs then? I'm thinking and hoping that I think we can still do it. A little smile on your face there, Kev. Uh, Ish. (laughs) (laughs) So as we say on the train on the way back home, chatting to bees there and, you know... A little bit disappointing, but not overly despondent. And it's just one of those things, and it's interesting, you're talking off the microphone. Everyone's saying, you know, we're going to... They believe we're going to be meeting Derby again next season. Again, no disrespect to Derby, but just looking at what is going on around there. And uh, and looking at ourselves maybe over the two games, and especially in that second half when we had ten men. And even the Derby fan that we spoke to earlier, saying that 3-0 flattered them couple of goals offside as well apparently but you know that's the way it goes they were very incisive they scored the goals that they needed to and we didn't do but um i know that you're a very disappointed scandinavian b aren't you <laughs> yeah well as it turned out the red card changed the game a lot because uh, it was a totally different game before the red card but <clears throat> i was a little bit disappointed in the uh, attacking on the uh, uh, the winger backs. I didn't think Barbe and uh, and uh, Dalston. Yeah, did a good game. Um, so yeah, but I mean, it's not a lot. In, in which, in, in what way? Just explain because we a lot of people weren't at the game. Well, because I didn't think they would go forward uh, enough. Uh, they weren't helping out on the attacks, so there was no passing alternative when uh, when the attack was going. You need to have that wing back going. Just going for it, so you have this, that passing alternative. Okay, one, 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 I mean, an argument I'll say, and I'm not a tactician, but obviously with Dalsgaard in particular, he a hasn't played for about I don't know six months, maybe he hasn't played for a long time for Brentford, so he's been out. So this is his first game back for a long time, and also if you've got Canos, who is obviously meant to be the winger in front of him, meant to be protecting and maybe tracking back and helping, and they're working together with him, that little gap's missing. So he's kind of 
he's kind of almost like got two areas to cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But I would rather see Josh Clark there. So uh, uh, he would be, uh, I think, he's a more forward-going player. And what I, what I was lacking today was the, uh, even though it was a hard time because there were only 10 men on the pitch, but the way that Brentford keeps uh, receiving the ball and going forward immediately, just turning around with the ball without uh, thinking about it. I didn't see that today. They were always... Uh, passing the ball backwards and uh, yeah it was no real it wasn't the Brentford pace that I've been used to see second half I thought I mean the game itself I thought we picked up our game in the second half we played better in the second half than the first which we seem to have been a little bit rocked by the uh, by the sending off didn't we yeah the second half was a lot better but uh, Derby was playing it very smartly also so they were sitting back playing itself safe so uh, it was more like possession football from Brentford and we weren't really that dangerous we had a few chances but there were no open chances based on pace that we want to see but their goalkeeper did pull off two very good saves yeah yeah they did, they did. <laughs> and if, if, if we scored one of those it could have been a very different game Definitely, yeah. I'm basically just a grumpy, grumpy kind of supporter. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all good. Listen, we're on the way back to um, London. I think we're in, I don't know if we're in. It's Leicester. And Leicester. And Leicester. Yeah, we've got the Leicester fans are going to be coming in. And maybe a few Swansea fans who live in London might even come on the train here as well. Um, but I said to you, but it's full of Brentford. This is Brentford everywhere on this train. You know, there's a, I think there's a few Derby on the train, but they're quiet, just like they were in the stadium. But anyway, but this is a, <laughs> but this is a, this has been a good, this has been a good, a reasonable, reasonable day out, other than the football, isn't it? Yeah, keep football out of football. We always say that when we lose. Um, I thought, yeah, the sending off was com- completely the game changer. You know, I need to see it again. A lot, of, you know, half the people on Twitter have said it was a definite red, and the other half have said he won the ball. And you know, he, he, uh, in my opinion, he, he had to go for it. He, the, he would have got absolutely castigated for not going for that ball. It was the ball was there to be won. Whether he got the ball, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a three. It, it shouldn't have been three 0 I think we played good enough for it not you know to I think Derby probably would have won probably if it was 11 v 11 I think it probably always had a little bit more with home advantage but I don't know we I wasn't that impressed by them I've seen them twice this year and I, I, I think I think we're a better footballing team they've just they got more experience so um yeah I, I, the, the, the support today from Brentford fans I thought was exceptional um the, the fans obviously weren't Upset by what they saw today from their Brentford team. Um, if I was a Derby fan, yeah, you're, you're still seconds. They'll end up crying on the telly at Wembley. <laughs> crying on the telly. But listen, this is the besotted pride of West London podcast. We're leaving Leicester and Leicester. Uh, we're going off back home. We're going back to London. And we've got another game on Saturday. We've got PE coming down. We've got our buddies, our chums. We like chumming up with the PE fans, the gentry. They're coming down. They're actually staying overnight. There's one of those things like when we get a Preston, it's one of the first games that we click and we buy tickets for. And the same thing for them. As soon as they saw Brentford, they clicked and they bought the tickets, staying overnight. So if you're going to be in the Boozer, in the Globe, you come down there on Saturday, say hello to them because they're a lovely bunch of lads and <coughs> lasses. 
He says that. As I'm copied. Theresa May. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I am. I'm Tabiza May, actually, that's me. Sorry. So this is the Beside Friday Best of God. I want to say a few things as well. If you can, first of all, um, if you can make sure that you go to beside.com. We've got our end of season social, 4th of May. Tickets have gone on sale on that. The early bird tickets went immediately. They went, boom, 24 hours they went. But we've also got other tickets on sale for that as well. <clears throat> a really big guest. Going to announce him in a few weeks. A lot of people will be chatting about it off the air as such. And they're all getting a little bit excited. So that should be all good. Also, like I said to you, go to iTunes and subscribe to us as well, please. Write a comment to us as well. And also, automatic downloads. Make sure that you click automatic downloads. So as soon as this podcast comes, it automatically downloads to your computer, to your iPhone and your iPad. But Saturday, like we say, we are going to see P&E. It's going to be like, you know, we're very, very evenly balanced this game. It's going to be a big game for us. But like I said, we're on the way back from Derby. And we, as we say on the trains, not Derby fans are going to say anything. As we say, come on, Newbies! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.